Hey there, and welcome to episode 84 of Let's Talk with Scoggs. We are at the end of 2020. This year has been difficult in more ways than we ever could have imagined, but I am so grateful that I got to have these rich, thoughtful, compassionate conversations this year. This week's guest, Lauren Sanderson, is so brilliant and we got into so many different things and I feel like she really opened up. There's so much going on inside of her and I'm so grateful for artists to have been able to push through any obstacles they face this year, to still put out your debut album, to be okay with postponing a tour and to pivot and have that inner strength. And Lauren is someone who on the surface I found a little bit intimidating. She's so self-assured and confident, um, but when you really get to know her and on the insides, we have so much in common. Being able to be vulnerable is something that we both really lean into. Um, she put out her debut album this year, Midwest Kids Can Make It Big. She's from Indiana. She had a lot going on as a kid and decided that she needed to channel everything and she's incredibly independent and self-motivated. And I just got a lot out of this one. And I know I say that all the time, but it really is, has been so lovely that in a way that this year we all had a shared experience and it's just easier to connect and be honest. There's not a facade of having to pretend like you have it all together because we know that we don't. We know that we are all dealing with what this year brought us in all different ways on all different levels. And Lauren was just inspiring. What a way to end this year and put a cap on the podcast for 2020. So listen to her album, check out her music videos. She is hopefully going to be able to pick up her tour next year. And I hope that if you take something away from this, you learn that believing in yourself is more powerful than just having belief. It can propel you to push yourself to do things, to take control of things, and to really know yourself. It's a really important tool, and it's something that I'm still working on, but it seems like Lauren is many steps ahead. So enjoy, listen to her album. Hope you have a great 2021. I will see you next year. For now, here's episode 84 of Let's Talk with Scoggs with Lauren Sanderson. Awesome. Lauren, I'm so excited to chat. I'm so, so excited. I've, I've heard great, amazing, wonderful things. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> well, um, I honestly have so much admiration for anyone who put out art this year, who made something, who pivoted and didn't let this year get them down. And you have, you've done all of that. Thank so you. how are you? How are you feeling as the year is coming to an end? Like with everything that you've gotten done this year, how are you feeling? I think I'm feeling very present and I feel like more than ever, I'm just like very focused on myself and like that's personally career wise and everything. I'm just trying to feel it all, I guess. And, um, yeah, and just be grateful for every single moment and every single day because, you know, life is a lot better when you're just grateful for everything. Yeah, that's a really good point. And it's been 
it's been hard. Yeah. <laughs> so this year there's been, you know, sparks of hope and things yeah. needed to talk about, we've talked about and we've made some changes and all that stuff, but the art that has come out of this year and things that people are still managing to create, like I don't have that skill set at all. Yeah. Um, so how how has that changed for you as an artist with the heaviness of this year, or are you able to kind of work around that? Um, well, in March when all of this was going down, I, you know, was on tour and it kind of just in the blink of an eye went from zero to a hundred and we were in Seattle and, you know, everything got shut down. We drove back, we dropped everyone off and I feel like when I got home, I was very, like, what the hell just happened, you know? And um, I feel like at first I was kind of just, like, trying to make the best of it really hard. And I think it got to a point where, you know, everything was moving so slowly and and everyone was kind of being forced to stay at home that we were... I mean, I was so focused on really slowing down. And mm. I feel like that's really what I've learned this year is just sometimes, like, we are just going way too fast, being way too, I don't know, I guess, like, hyperactive and constantly trying to find the next thing, the best thing. And uh -huh. this year has taught me that as long as you're good with yourself, I think that art and creating and everything can still continue it'll mm. just be in a different way you know yeah well you've certainly proved that that's very possible <laughs> thank <laughs> you <laughs> I would love to like get to know you uh as a, a young person like what were you like when you were like 13 14 years old were you already creative did you already have an idea that this was a part of you like how did that come about um, when I was 13 and 14, I was definitely just so confused, I guess, with life. Like, growing up in a small town, I just constantly felt so much pressure to be mm -hmm. something or do something or to look a certain way or, you know, it was just so much otherworldly, like, this just overwhelming pressure to be that. And I feel like, I was always very, like, I don't know, left of center, out of the box. Like, some people kind of thought I was weird when I was that age. Just at, in high school, you know, it was kind of like, I don't know. Like, she's cool, but she's kind of out there. And it makes, like, it made people kind of uncomfortable that I was so willing to just be me. And <laughs> I think that that was around the time that I was discovering my voice and just around the time when YouTube covers started being a thing. And I was like, dad, I want a camera. I want to record myself singing and just put it out there. And so I would say I, I was very like, I was very spunky. I was definitely, I think in a pretty dark place trying to find myself. And I definitely felt a lot of negative emotions like you know like what if I don't have a purpose or what if I don't da, 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 all that deep stuff and but you know the more I went towards it and ignored the rest of the world I feel like 
that's kind of slowly but surely how I got here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I mean I I was I was the antithesis of that. I had no confidence. I just yeah. went along the pack. I didn't know how to speak up or find myself. Yeah. And even now, like I was listening to your album today. Um, and the first couple of songs, I was like, oh my gosh, this person knows exactly who she is. And it right. scared me because it made me realize you've probably not done the work, Sarah. Like you've, you've got some work to do still. Yeah. I'm in my third and I feel like I'm behind. Wow. But then I get to a couple other songs and you're singing about things that I completely relate to mm -hmm. anxiety and you know, like have depressive tendencies and all this sort of stuff. So like within the scope of the album, I felt, uh, to use one of your words, like I felt like a little bit intimidated, yeah. but then I also felt like, oh my gosh, we're the same. Yeah. So how do you, how do you balance that? And I just, it's just so interesting. And I'm, I'm envious that you have both sides of you. Well, thank you. And I think it's like in a weird, I mean, I really like that. Um, like question I guess because it's something that it really is like a double-edged sword sometimes it's a blessing and a curse because I feel like for whatever reason I've just always had a very like very deep understanding of myself and the world around me um as far as like like you said doing the work and like that that didn't happen till I probably 2018 in the late 2018 I just realized so much about myself that isn't confusing it's really not when you do the work and you like really go there with yourself and you look you think about you know how you were raised and your your love language and attachment theory and just all of this stuff I mean there's just so much about it that just will make perfect sense and if you just look into it and go there with yourself and I think it's hard sometimes like I'm not gonna lie and I don't ever talk about it because I love inspiring people I love empowering people and I know that that is why I'm like put on this earth and I'm I'm absolutely supposed to be that that person that you know people look at and they're like I could do that I could be myself but mm -hmm. On the at the other end sometimes it is overwhelming because like I also have a lot of like darkness sometimes and I always like sometimes I, I'll hold back from talking about that darkness because I also like know what I would say to someone who was feeling that and almost just feeling like I I know I know the answer. I know it's going to pass. I know whatever blah blah blah. But sometimes I wish I felt more comfortable like expressing that darkness without feeling like that I'm not being, I don't know, Lauren Sanderson. You know what I mean? Mhm. Mm yeah. Weirdly I do understand. <laughs> yeah. It's just like yeah. I don't know. I don't it's this it gets to a point where you know, you preach positivity, and I do, at the end of the day, I live and breathe by that. I will never, I don't think I'll ever 
not. It's just a part of who I am. But sometimes I think when you're so focused on being positive, you can actually not be real with yourself when those times when you just really like need to feel the other stuff. Like there's no rush to be positive, you know? Right. Yeah. And you chosen to take that um I don't know. I've, I'm trying to figure out the best way to say it's like you've presented that positivity and that be comfortable with yourself and be who you are, but you also have to live with that and also understand that we're human mm-hmm. and every day is different as a human. Yeah. And some days you can really embrace how you're feeling, and then some days it's not so great. Yeah. And just part of the part of the journey, I guess, is so to say. Yeah, and I think we're living in a world that is obsessed with oversharing everything. I wouldn't even actually say oversharing. I would just say sharing. Like we, a lot of us, myself included, like every day, all day, share everything we're thinking, doing, you know, it's just, and of course, like we can control what we decide to put out there. But I think it's more like when I'm going through those dark things and I, I just feel like I want to express them. I feel like I can't because it's like, well, like, po- like think about positive Lauren. She would say this. She would do this. And I know that's not realistic. I just think that I don't want to confuse people and be like, hey, guys, your life is completely cultivated by your mindset and da-da-da, which it is. <laughs> and then the next day be like, damn, I'm feeling depressed as hell. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Well, I think it's it's hard to be someone with a fan base and an audience and also them understand, hey, I'm more than one thing. Mm-hmm. I'm all of these things. For someone like me who's just like walking around life, I can feel this way one day and this way the other day, and there's maybe five to ten people who I'm held accountable to. Yeah. But you were – sharing music and videos and art and you know you have an online audience so I mean that's that's kind of a it's a hard thing to balance and for them to understand like you are absolutely more than one thing or one idea that your audience has of you that's a good that's a good way to put it and and I know that I know that like it's just a some weird like thing that I have in me of like I don't know, like, nobody, sometimes, like, when I have thoughts, I kind of think about, like, where did that thought come from? Like, where does that thought stem from? And me being worried about expressing my darkness, I mean, that has to come from something else. So I guess that's just something that I'm working through, because at the end of the day, I know that uh, I'll overthink it way more than anybody else will. They would just be like, Oh, I hope you feel better. But I just want to always, I guess, inspire people to be empowered. And part of that's expressing all all the shit, you know, expressing your darkness too, so that people can feel like they can do that too. Yeah. And how do you channel, like your songwriting is like interesting. And there were a bunch of songs where I would be through a verse and I would rewind and want to listen to it again to really hear everything you were saying. So what is, 
what what is writing lyrics like for you? Do you have like a bunch of post-it notes everywhere? Are you in your phone? How do you keep it all organized? Because you have a lot to say. <laughs> yeah, um, I do everything on my phone notes. Um, just because like I've obviously done notebook, I've done post-it notes, I've done computer. I think my phone is just the easiest way to organize all of my thoughts. And, you know, when I was making Midwest Kids Can Make It Big, I just had a journal or uh, basically an open journal in my phone notes that just said LS1. And then I had a bunch of like options to the names of songs and like just a bunch of just things that I wanted to talk about that I didn't know what to say yet. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really just lyrics just really flow out of me. I don't overthink them too much. I kind of just, I kind of just like to, I just have this thing with myself. I think that I just like to finish songs fast and like <laughs> just capture the emotion and not overthink every single lyric because especially as I'm growing up I'm like as long as the emotion is there like people will feel it you don't have to overthink every single syllable and line you know that you say yeah Yeah. (laughs) you know yeah the um I was listening to sync as well Mm -hmm. and um to be very honest with you (laughs) I got very emotional yeah um during your verse. Wow. Um, I'm going to get, I'm sorry, I'm getting a little uh, about it now. Um, yeah, getting about it. <laughs> yeah, getting a little uh, about it. Um, yeah. Just, I just think it's such a gift that there are people with this talent um, that can say the things that someone like me can't quite put together, but then you can create some art and I can sing along and I can let go of something that I might not have realized I was holding on to because you put it so beautifully. Wow. Um, so that that song specifically in those lyrics, like, how do you, without me sounding dumb and asking how do you do that, how do you <laughs> allow yourself to be that honest? I don't, I, I can't wrap my head around it, um, you know? Well, I don't want to Uno reverse you, but <laughs> why, like... I guess to understand your question, mm. like almost, I don't know how to how to word it. It's just like, okay. it, it's like, what? I I don't think like for me, I can't morally live any other way. Like mm. I don't know why I have that thing, but I think for me being that honest is a form of really just I think going there is like it you have to do it if you don't do it you really will never become your high like your best version of your highest self and I think a lot of us we tell ourselves these stories about who we are and we have heard a million things about us or we think people think this about us and that kind of becomes the story that we know and tell ourselves and the the story that we go about our lives 
thinking, and the reality is that our, our, the only truths are about what you really do. It's not so much about what you think or what you feel. It's about, really, what do you do? And I would say, I mean, this song is definitely uh, very vulnerable to put out, um, specifically the the part about eating. Like, yes. you know, it was something I didn't think I would ever, like, explain to anyone or, like, go into further detail. I feel like I have, I feel like this was the first time that I, like, was scared for, like, my parents to hear that, or, like, I was scared Mm -hmm. for my fans to hear that, or just the fact that I said that, you know, and it's, like, this song to me was something that I was talking about, you know, struggles from all parts of my life, like, some of these parts feel like light years away and some of them I'm feeling right this second and Mm -hmm. I think it's just like really touching on all of those real stories that make you who you are and the things that you really go through to I guess come out the other end as a truer version of yourself and Mm -hmm. you know what I mean yeah and it it was the (laughs) It was the food thing. Um, And I guess now, you know, thinking about it and being able to like talk to you back and forth in this, like about it. um, I think I feel a lot of shame when I think about that as being a vulnerability in myself, that that's not something that I was able to kind of overcome or deal with properly. Um, So when I heard you sing that, I just, I just lost it. (laughs) Yeah, think, um, it's really beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, and that yeah. was something that I dealt with when I was really young, you know, just like, mm-hmm. like I guess that's something too, like around that, that 13, 14-year-old, that was like, you know, not to get like too dark, but <laughs> just something that I really struggled with. It's some, like I was literally 13, you know, looking up, you know, looking up how to be skinny or skinny girl uh-huh. on Google Images and saving them to my phone and making it my desktop. And, like, lit- I mean, it got really dark, the things that I would do to, like, not eat. And mm. I do get messages about that stuff. And I feel like especially now, you know, with, like social media being like now like the new reality in a lot of ways like you know whether we want it to or not you gotta admit a lot of kids are looking at this shit yeah uh, yeah I just think yeah I think the only it's almost like I had to like just say it and like Mm -hmm. because it's like What's the point of not going there? Like, I'm not going to make a song like Sync with James and, like, have real stories to tell and not tell them for the sake of my own comfortability. I'd rather just, you know, screw it. This is, like, this is what's real. Right. You know? Yeah. Well, thank you for 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 being honest. Yeah, cause... thank you for asking about it. I honestly, like... I don't know. I've I've been very surprised that 
I haven't gotten really any like concern or questions about that, which that's not why those lyrics are there. I don't, I didn't ever want that. And that, and it's funny again, like full circle moment, because that's what I was the most scared of was like getting that worry or concern from people. And you just realize that everyone really just applies that to their own lives, you know, their own selves. Right. As they should. Like, everyone should hear it for what it means to them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's awesome about music. Oh, my gosh. I wish I I could do what you do. (laughs) I love music. It's the best. Yeah. And also, I wanted to – kind of pick your brain and get your thoughts on, uh, you know, your career and what you've done. I know that you did a lot of it, especially at the beginning, you were on your own, Mm -hmm. you know, booking your own tours and recording your own music. And we are in a year now where, you know, there's a lot of young musicians who are stuck at home and maybe they've got a lot of free time. So maybe with what this downtime has given them, maybe they've explored and done all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But you've done that for a while. Mm-hmm. And having that, like, pure tenacity to just undeniably believe in yourself that you will do all facets of what it takes to make it in this industry, mm-hmm. like, where does that come from? Like, just that drive and that motivation and just believing in you Mm-hmm. How do you do that? <laughs> um, I have a very small like circle in my life, and it really allows me to focus on myself. I think, and and like being a loner growing up, you know, like my parents got divorced when I was two. I didn't have any siblings. I was always kind of the outcast at school, and because of that, I really just was it was like me against the world in my brain. And mm. when I was starting to make music in, in uh, my SoundCloud days, like I just wanted to express myself, honestly. That's literally all I wanted to do. And I think like discovering people like Gary Vee changed everything for me because it was no longer just about expressing myself. It was like, it was like a, it was like a game. It was like, wait, I could actually be heard. And mm-hmm. like, if I really play this game and do what I need to do to be heard, I will be heard. And mm. it's just crazy because nowadays, I mean, the formula is there. Like it is there. It works. You can go on Gary Vee and say, and watch his YouTube videos and say. Like, how to blow up in 2020, and you could literally find the answer. And people don't realize that shit because because they don't do it. And for a long time, I didn't even know that I was doing that because I was so focused that, you know, when I was booking my own tours and I was packaging my own merch and I was da-da-da-da, I just feel like I was so focused on inspiring the world that I did not even realize how much work that it was. And <laughs> like, seriously, I did not know until I, until I released my, you know, first little project spaces. And then it went number one on iTunes R and B. And then I came to LA to meet with Epic and then they were kind of like, 
you know, if you do sign with us, like we're going to need you to just focus on your music Mm. and stop trying to play every role because it's taking a lot out of you that that energy could be used for other things. And God, like that one, that one hurt. I really (laughs) never wanted to, I never wanted to let go of that stuff because it was just, it was like my baby. It was just not even just my music, but all of it, like, you know, and doing all of that work, I was so much more connected and attached. I knew exactly how I wanted it. I still do. And it's really hard because like it can come off like you are very like uncooperative or hard to work with or things like that. But I would way rather, you know, some people feel that way and like have the have the message be right and have the timing be right and everything like that. You know? Yeah. And it's especially interesting hearing all of that from someone like you who put out an album in a year where any predictability, anything that a label could have strategized and we're going to plan this many months out and that sort of mindset in the music industry is gone. Mm-hmm. And now it's just pivoting and being on your toes and knowing your audience and knowing yourself really well. So have you found that all that work you put in has come back around and now it's incredibly valuable again because nobody knew Mm -hmm. this year was going to be this year. I think like the work that I've done in my career and on myself will, will always be with me and it will always come through. And that's in a pandemic or not, that's like not just in, like years or like moments like this year that were unexpected were unexpected and like thank god that I do have the tools that I have because I feel like so many artists never really build those tools and I used to feel bad about saying that because I don't want to seem like I'm talking down on people for not wanting to just do everything like I'm not saying that I'm just saying like okay, but like, this is 2020. And you got to know what the hell you're doing without anybody else. Like, take away touring, take away being on the road, take away concerts, take away whatever, then what are you doing? And what are you showing people? And what are you inspiring people? And are you happy with yourself and the things that you can do without anybody else, like without tickets and without your booking agent giving you, you're going to go here and here and here. I just, I just think that for me, I've my like real, you know, purpose has always been so much more than the music. And that's where I just feel lucky to have such this entrepreneur love, like deep fucking, sorry if I can't say that. (laughs) Oh, you're fine. You're fine. Like that deep love for just like, DIY it out every day, all day, figure it out. And I feel bad for artists who feel like they need everyone all the time, like, and they can't do it alone. Yeah. Because the tools are out there. Like, they really are. Yeah. You know? it's It sounds like maybe that um, being self-sufficient part of yourself was probably there as a kid. Like you said, your parents 
split up when you were younger Mm -hmm. and you were an only child. So that idea of like, I got to take care of me Mm -hmm. has probably always been there. Always. And I, you know, I could, my, my parents couldn't have been more different. Like when I went to my dad's, I had one life. And when I went to my mom's, I had one life and Mm -hmm. I never really, and never really had a choice but to find myself at a young age because I I would just see how like polar opposite they were and mm-hmm. in both like healthy and unhealthy ways. And we've had that conversation, like, you know, why was I at some time at some point six years old being like, It's me against the world? Like <laughs> you know, yeah. like but I'm so grateful for that because, like, as much as there's things about it that I'm sure were hard for my kid self to feel, I think that there's nothing there's nothing else I'd rather be than like truly being self sufficient because it's not it's not only like helped in my career it's also helped me become a more confident person and more peaceful and more you know just flowing at a different vibration like not to like sound all LA yoga girl but like (laughs) you know nothing can really nothing can really take me out of my element like no drama or like hate comments or whatever can take me out of myself because it's just like I feel like being self-sufficient I've just done the work to know how to stay in my element and that includes things like this year not not letting that really you know put you in the dirt yeah you know oh, you're so fucking cool <laughs> <laughs> thank you Sarah oh my gosh you're the best oh my gosh okay um Switching gears just a little bit. Um, I wanted to, I just want to get to know you a little bit better. Um, and I've got like a bag here with like all these different questions on it. Yay! Some of them are really silly questions. Some are more thoughtful. Um, so I'm going to, I pulled three out. I'm going to read all three to you. And the idea is that we just kind of like answer and chat and get to know each other um, a little bit better. Um, so the first question is, what do you do with a new idea? The second one is, what in your life brings you the most joy? Wait, do I pick and, a question? Sorry? Wait, do I? are you saying these and then I have to pick one? Well, we're going to do all three. I'm just, I'm just reading, the, oh, reading all three, and then we'll go through one by one. Um, and the last one is, uh, do you have an inner mantra? And if you do, what is it? So we can start wherever you'd like. Mm, inner mantra is, is a pretty straightforward I think answer um every day all day trust the process like there's nothing Mm. that gets me through life more than just trusting that I am where I'm supposed to be and learning the things that I'm supposed to learn to get to where I'm going and I don't need to fucking question it (laughs) like (laughs) just do your best at all times and trust the timing of your life yeah you know Oh, I, I hear that. And I wish that I could like wrap my hands around it the way that you have a full grip on that one. But, oh gosh, it's so hard sometimes. Well, because if you're doing your best, then what's meant to happen will happen. And yeah, if you like, 
spend like you or anyone, me, whoever, like if we spend so much time trying to predict an outcome, trying to control the way things go, you're not even letting it pan out the way it was going to pan out. Like you're trying to, you're basically like, you know, you want it to happen a certain way to almost like stay comfortable and, and like stay whatever. But like, if you really just give it to the universe, I feel like you will always end up even just growing so much more and like being so much more happier with the outcome. Yeah. But there are days I, I feel that. And there are like weeks that go by where I don't. Yeah. I feel that. It's, yeah. I think that's again, like the, the like dark side of me versus like the, I want to inspire the world side of me Mm -hmm. because sometimes I just want to be dark and I just want to question it. And it's easy to be like, why this, why that? But Mm. I think the reality is we will just like that answer will never come. So I don't want to like, you know, (laughs) waste my, I guess, energy constantly like, trying to figure it out because it will always like the answer will come later I think it's just being patient through that process of waiting it's a very valuable lesson (laughs) (laughs) yeah um the next one is uh what in your life brings you the most joy it can be a person a food a place an activity just what brings you joy hmm What makes me happy? Mm -hmm. What brings me the most joy is the moments where I'm like fully present and not Mm. expecting anything from anyone. Um, On a lighter note, like Taco Bell is dope. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I guess like I like my color changing lights in my room. Yeah. I like nacho cheese doritos Mm -hmm. uh you know arizona iced tea sprite mountain dew dr pepper like (laughs) i'm a very much so like sugar head so all that um (laughs) what about you what makes you feel joyous um this is gonna make me sound like an old lady but after a really good night's sleep like if i get like a really good sleep in the morning I do wake up and feel like less tension I feel less anxious and I just feel like ah I can breathe yeah I haven't felt that in a long time and that just inspired me actually I feel like I really just like could use a real good night's sleep Mm -hmm. yeah um and food wise I'm with you like I love junk food I get so excited when there's french fries if there's french fries around I'll I'm very excited. What is your favorite fast food fries? Like, who has your favorite fries? Um, maybe out of just nostalgia, they're McDonald's, just because they were mm. as a kid. You know, you got Happy Meals all the time. They were salty. They were hot. They were crispy. <laughs> um, yeah, McDonald's has a nice like soggy level of fries. Like, <laughs> yeah. like the dog mixed with the crisp is a nice. Happy that's so true yeah, yeah that's so true um 
But I really do love curly fries. I don't know who Arby's. has curly fries at the drive-thru, but I do love curly Arby's. fries. Arby's all day. That's it. Those are the ones. Like, oh, it, like you, you might have, like, you might eat them and, like, never feel worse in your life, but... <laughs> <laughs> But those moments, <laughs> but those moments when you're eating them, I mean, it's yeah. unbeatable. Yeah, it's so good. And I also do love nacho Doritos. Like, I could eat five bags of them yep. easily. Very They're easily. so good. Very easily. They're so good. <laughs> um, and then the third question was, what do you do with a new idea? Are you good at, like, you know, I get – good I use that term loosely I get ideas in the shower sometimes and I'm like well fuck what am I supposed to do here I can't write down um but do you ever do you like a system for like oh I'm driving and I have an idea or you're you know how do you keep track of everything because I can tell from chatting with you you are full of ideas and from looking at your even just music videos you're full of ideas so how do you keep track of them all for my music videos I make powerpoints for my albums, I make phone notes. For TikToks, I have other phone notes or like other like stupid internet videos. Um, and then I also FaceTime my videographer Clint probably like eighteen times a day, <laughs> like you know, just spewing them out and mm-hmm. just get his feedback on them, and we kind of build off that. Um, because mm-hmm. I'm like really focused on video right now I just want all my ideas to really be for video and when 2021 comes in hot I so will close. be delivering tunes and I just want to right now be making the stepping stones and creating a really consistent YouTube um YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, all that like visual overload. So mm-hmm. that's why I just feel like I have to. I just try and write down everything. And if I, I would say like to other people to just like have a note list in your phones that is just one list, and you just do bullet points mm-hmm. so that your notes aren't like all scattered all over and. You know, I would I would have lost so many lyrics, ideas, and everything if LS1 and LS2 is in, like, a million different notes. I feel like I would yeah. just miss all of it. So, like, if you're making PowerPoints, you are, like, absolutely entrepreneur status, organization, focus, all yeah. of that. I just like and how it sometimes, you know? yeah. And um, I'm curious about um, the relationship with your videographer. Like, I know absolutely nothing about how to make anything look cool. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I'm not cool. Uh, I think you're awesome. I think you're very cool. Thanks, buddy. Um, but, how, like, what is that like? Like, do you see something and then you you – like, does he just understand you so well that that's your, your person to collaborate with for visuals? Yes. Yeah. And it's the best because I've just worked with so many people, but I've never really met someone who's, like, truly as passionate as he is about even, like, me calling him with ideas. I think he just sees it. And I think his number one passion in life is documenting 
And mm. that's it w- works really well for me because if you really think about anything I put out visually or anything for me is a documentation of a moment, um, whether that's my 17 music video and like documenting the way it feels to be, you know, just a, just a, a kid and running around and believing in yourself and whatever manifesting like the best things for yourself or if it's but I like it and it's Mm. you know that dark like flirty grungy all yeah and it's kind of just I just like to I just love working with him because we both understand the vibe that we're trying to portray and Mm. it just makes it so much easier that we get each other you know yeah it's um I've I've always asked that question in terms of like uh, someone that you write songs with. So it's interesting to hear how it's similar, but also different when it's for visual stuff. Yeah. And especially if you're putting your image, uh-huh. like the way you're presenting yourself and what you want to say and how you want it to look with someone else, it seems like that's another space where you have to be vulnerable yeah. and trust them and that they're going to execute your vision and you're on the same page. So I'm glad you got them because yeah. everything is fucking cool looking and again it scares me because you're so confident and I'm not and I just am like oh my god Lauren is so fucking cool I think it's Uh. funny though because like I'm actually I I wouldn't say I'm not confident I feel like I am confident because I am like content in the present moment but like I wouldn't say that I look in the mirror and I'm just like yeah bitch like that's what I'm not just like every day just feeling like a fucking rock star coolest person in the world like I don't feel that way I I feel confident in my energy and I actually Mm. think that's like the only thing actually I, I it's funny that you said that because I was on Instagram earlier and I follow this account let me look at what it's called because I actually thought that this was a really I've had people say that to me, just like, you're so cool, like, how do you like me? Like, in relationships, like, people that have been like, why do you like me? I'm so dorky. Why do you, like, how do you, just stuff like that. And this, uh, this girl, her Instagram is Bunny Michael, and, um, it says, it's like me versus my higher self. That's what all her posts are, is like, you know, for example, um, like me, why do I feel like I, why do I never feel like I'm doing enough higher self? Because the world taught you that your worth depends on your productivity. Like, it's like shit like that. And this morning I saw her say, or them, sorry. uh, They go by they, them. I just saw that on their, um, description, but they said me, am I cool? Higher self. You're a huge dork, which is pretty freaking cool to me. You know what I mean? I feel like you needed to hear that. Cause I did. Like, being cool is so much more than, like, tattoos and, like, like walking the walk. I feel like people that I am the most, like, happy to be around are, like, the, like, dorkiest, nerdiest, like, I don't know, just, like, smiling and just, they aren't the people that are just, like, Ha ha, yeah, dude. Like blah 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 blah. Like 
God, like, I don't want to be around those people at all. But I know, but I also know what you're saying. I feel like I just come off that way, but, like, deep down, I'm actually, I'm so, like, I don't know, deep down, just, like, this little, like, fucking nuthead or something. (laughs) I don't know. Well, you're more than just one thing, remember. Yeah, exactly. You're more than just one thing. Exactly. Um. So we always end up uh, giving some advice. So listeners write in, and it's luck of the draw. It's not specifically for you. It's just kind of where it lands. And after this conversation, I'm realizing that this is great advice question for you to share, shed some light on. All right. So um, a listener wrote in and asked how to stay motivated when things are not going your way and you feel like giving up. Do you have any advice for someone who's feeling that way? I think if you are okay, so this is a this is an advice I would say to look deeper within yourself and ask yourself like just go one step deeper with yourself and ask yourself why you do what you do and mm-hmm. I would say if if you can answer that then you have to lean into that even more and almost like go above and beyond obsess over that reason. And because sometimes it's not the reason that's like not motivating you. Sometimes it's the something that somebody else said or something, that you know, the state of the world or whatever it is. And I think once you remember the reason, then, then I think it's a lot easier to keep going. However, I think when I'm feeling unmotivated, a lot of the time, I just, like, need to take a break from that thing because you can't, like, force yourself to be motivated, but you definitely can get right with yourself by writing in your journal and, you know, getting off your phone and going on a walk and just doing real things that... I don't know. I I heard the quote a long time, or not, maybe like a couple months ago. That is like my new favorite quote of all time. You can't love yourself till you're proud of yourself. Oh. And I think that goes into every aspect of life. And mm-hmm. I think that if you don't, sometimes if you don't love what you do, it's because you're not proud of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And so figuring out how to do something that you're proud of and something that maybe is scary or like going out of your comfort zone, but something to like really bring you to a place of like being proud. Like, wow, I took this year and, you know, it sucked, but I'm proud of myself for keeping going and not giving up and, you know, I'm proud of the th- the reasons why I'm doing what I'm doing. And I think once you lean more into that, um, it's, it's easier. But being unmotivated is, like, the worst feeling of all time. It's just, like, yeah. it's, it's the hardest feeling because you're just kind of, like, waiting for that inspo to come back. Yeah. But I think the more you can do for yourself, just not about that thing, but about other things like cutting your hair off or getting a tattoo or doing something out of the fucking ordinary that's going to inspire you. Like, you know, like go inspire yourself. 
Hmm. You know, so that you know your power, like you can inspire the world. And I think everyone, every single person I really think can inspire the world in different ways. It's just believing that you can. Yeah. You know? Woo. Yeah. (laughs) I'm getting choked up again. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, that was very thoughtful. Very thoughtful advice. Thank you so much. Of course. Thank you so much. And I love your energy. Oh, thank you. And I think that you're just such a, like, I can feel that your energy is just so sweet and it's such a big heart. And I just, you know, want to say that uh, it's just cool that you even let yourself get, you know, choked up about things. (laughs) And like, I wish that I let myself do that more because sometimes, sometimes I'd be wanting to cry Mm. and I'd be like, maybe not today. (laughs) (laughs) And so it's just, it is inspiring to see that you kind of just let your emotions like flow through you. And I think you should definitely be proud of that because a lot of people will like go their whole lives and never like really give themselves that chance, Mm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks, dude. That's so nice. Yeah, of course. And I want to let everyone, okay, so Midwest Kids can make it big. There's also a deluxe version that has like... How many more tracks are there? There's like six more tracks on that one. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. You just you just don't stop. (laughs) Can't be stopped. Um. And I saw that we're gonna be touring next year. Yeah. And what else do the people need to know? Like the which we need to go to YouTube and watch all of your amazing visuals. We need to follow you on TikTok. What else do we need to know? Yeah. Honestly, just you know, I'm just making shit to bring people into my world. And I'm just focused on creating my world now. And and that is a world of like truly no judgment and open-mindedness and tattoos and being gay and all of that. And I think I just want people to be able to like go to my shit and escape from all of, not even escape, almost like in a, in an easier way. It's like they have to like go into their, to their wants and everything. So just I just think that people should know that yeah like I'm, my DMs are always open I can't respond to all of them because I just literally can't <laughs> but <laughs> like if you ever just need to vent it out and and just say your piece or get it off your chest you just need to tell someone then just know that you know my DMs are there and you can you can let it out however much you need to well, thank you so much for this. Yeah. I, I'm i just blown away by you. Keep it up. Please keep everything going. Thank I know you. that you can't be stopped, but <laughs> if you haven't heard it today, keep going because you're great. Thank you so much. Yeah. It really does. You're me. welcome. Thank you. Well, have, have a great day. Hey, Sarah. You too. Thank you so much. Okay, bye. Bye.